Hello and welcome to Keep You Posted. Today is Sunday, August 2nd. I'm your host, Hannah Trav. I'm a comedian and law student, and I'm joined as always by my friend and producer, Ross Wiseman. Hello, Ross. That's a me. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, today we are joined by a special guest, Philly comedian John Lalu. Welcome. Hey, what's up? Not much. Thanks for coming. Um, we're going to be talking SpaceX. They just landed in Earth. And then we're talking about the military, who's on Twitch now. Twitch is a website. Um, and then we're going to talk about the new COVID relief bill. And plus, we'll do a special HTHT talking about our pets. So is everyone ready? Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. today we've got SpaceX. Um, astronauts were in space. This is Elon Musk's space company, <laughs> space subsidiary. Uh, they were up for 63 days in orbit at the International Space Station. These guys, Doug Hurley, Bob Behnken. Um, they, it was the first astronaut trip to orbit by a private company. Um, they landed in the Gulf of Mexico. And here's my favorite part of the story. On the, once they landed, Mission Control said, on behalf of SpaceX and NASA teams, welcome home and thanks for flying SpaceX. That cracked me up. Can you imagine being the astronaut? What do you guys think of this? You guys pro space? Let's get a debate going. Uh, I'm a big fan of space. Yeah. I like space. I like, um, I'm a, I like, I don't know. I just watch a lot of like Star Wars. Yeah. Star Trek. I mean, that's like a fake space. No, I think that's probably what they were doing up there, right? Yeah, I think. Honestly, my biggest thought when I read this was, uh, I hope they had like some downtime to look at each other and just be like, what's your top five favorite albums of the 90s? <laughs> you know, I just hope they had like at least a brief moment of no work up there. Yeah. I just, yeah, because, you know, they're up there in space and it's just like, man, it would suck to work. I kind of want to enjoy this view. <laughs> you know? What about you, Ross? Are you pro space? Yeah, I was a big um, NASA fan when I was a kid. Uh, for mm -hmm. Hanukkah one year, I made my parents buy me this like huge coffee table book of just pictures from the Hubble telescope. Oh, that's very cute. I honestly, Ross, if you had told me you went to space camp, I would not have been surprised. I went to, um, science museum camp okay exactly just just as cool um yeah so they were up there for in the international space station they launched from cape canaveral um they are the first crew to go up from american soil since 2011 um and you know they were concerned about them getting back because of the storm that's coming but they made it they landed at um 2 48 p.m eastern standard time and wow, it's very exciting. It's about 5.21 p.m., just for our listeners. Um, yeah, man, Elon Musk's big company. He's just, it's just another Elon Musk production. Uh, I so can't think of one negative thing to say about Elon Musk. Just Only about to say 19 negative things to say about Elon Musk. Yo, I was about <laughs> to say bonus segment while we roast Elon Musk. Let's go. Go ahead, Ross. Start, start, start us off. I'm cracking um, up. He... He looks like if Mark Cuban uh, got fucking punched in the face after getting chicken pox. 
I'm looking at a picture of Elon Musk where he's making this like, huh, face. And you mean uh, every picture of Elon Musk? Yeah. Basically. And it's about how his baby name is against California regulations because it's like got special characters and stuff. Um, and so I'm reading about the like theories behind the names about what his son's name is apparently pronounced X Ash A12. Sure. Of course. Um, but there's a theory by this guy on Twitter that was saying, um, they have a theory, the name is actually pronounced Kyle because of like X is the Greek letter Kai, the AE symbol, the symbol that looks like an A in the E is pronounced I. And then there's like the T is the 12th, the T 12th letter of the alphabet L. So it would be pronounced Kai I L, so it's Kyle, which that made me laugh. Maybe you guys have to see the tweet to make for it to make more sense. It makes sense to me now. Okay, I, I, I believe it. I subscribe to the Kyle Musk theory. You think it's Kyle Musk? Yeah, I'm just gonna call the baby Kyle. Is <laughs> when that, you meet is it, is that weird? Is that <laughs> <laughs> I'm just? Oh my god. Okay, what else? Anyone else want to roast Elon Musk? He don't. He definitely listens to this podcast. <laughs> uh. I like that he could use his money for good, but doesn't, and then calls the government stupid for trying to get stimulus checks out to people. That's cool. Yeah, he's very thoughtful that way. That really also sets us up great for our next segment. He's a deep thinker. Or no, a later segment. We're going to do similar session. Yeah, what is he, what is he deep thinking about? There was like a, com- isn't that like a common joke that he like reverse engineered his hair loss? I don't, I hate to make fun of hair loss, but it's just Wait, like, really? Well, he used to, yeah, I mean, isn't he? He's like very famously known to have hair plugs, right? Does he? I'm, I don't I'm think that's seen... the thing he's like famous for. I don't no, think, yeah, no, that's his one all. claim no. to fame. Oh, Everything about Elon Musk's hair transplant. See, this is the type of rabbit hole I go down. Damn. I'm not about that uh, engineering stuff. I want to hear about the hair. Okay, uh, yeah, he, <laughs> no, definitely, just... he definitely has hair plugs. But you know what? If you have that much money, I'd do it. I'm for it. I'm not, like, that's the thing. I'm not, again, I think that's the most famous joke about him. That is the most, is it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean... The baby name one was the most recent. Well, He's that's, a weirdo. Yeah, that's the recent one. He really is a weirdo. Well, you know, if you're listening to this, Elon Musk, I would think you were way less of a weirdo if you gave me $10,000. I'd take more, but if you could just drop that yeah. to me on PayPal, that'd be sweet. Um, okay, well, that's been any other thoughts about going to space? I think it'd be nice to, like, hang out in space. They're saying that that's the point of this, is to see if, like, people could start going up there recreationally. Like, what? I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be like that movie Elysium. Like, rich people will, like, live in space and hang out and be comfortable, but then people that can't afford it, which will be most people, are just forced to live in the dust bowl that the planet becomes. Oh, my God. I hate that that was made into a movie. That's it's so that, scary. Yeah, that and it like wasn't a... that good of a movie. Wally was like that. That was basically the gist of Wally, which yeah. is one of my favorite movies, yeah. but... Wally was pretty deep. Wally is pretty dark. I definitely... Wow. Now I'm thinking of it. I'm like, I am humbled. Okay. Well, on that note, uh, everybody get ready to go to space soon. Um, and Elon Musk is hilarious to make fun of. And now we're talking about Twitch, which is a website I totally know 
all about maybe kind of. And specifically, we're talking about the military, which has um, a presence on Twitch that's been a little bit controversial. So Twitch is a, guys, I'm going to tag some of you in to explain Twitch <laughs> before I continue with the story, because I'm going to mess it up. Uh, I mean, the best way to describe Twitch would be that it's like, it's like any other social media platform where it's open to the public. You can create an account and you can either join to watch other people play video games and stream mm. it, or you can stream yourself. Um, so yeah, you, when you're watching, you have a little comment board on the side and a lot of streamers are like, Hey, what should I do in this video game? And people comment like, Hey, try to do this. Or, you know, some people like to help along or some people mm -hmm. you know, encourage each other. Um, yeah. I mean, there's, it's, it's a really open platform that you could use it for whatever you want. I've seen people uh, run like fundraisers out of it. They Whoa. do like little like cool stuff where oh, they donate all their money to, you know, some foundation and they do really nice things, but some people also use it, you know, military uses it for, you know, recruitment. I'm going to start streaming my podcast on Twitch. I'm sorry. Yes. You were saying <laughs> you about could actually probably, I don't know. Probably. I don't actually want anyone to see me while I'm doing this podcast. I look crazy. But okay, yes. So the military <laughs> is on Twitch. They have these esports games. Sorry, I cut you off. But um, mm -hmm. you were saying that they're advertising on Twitch. Yes. Please continue. Um, yeah. So like basically any social media platform, there's going to be like a, an advertisement off to the side or some kind of like little commercial break during the stream that you know, it's, it's a military recruitment ad where it's just like, please join the military. And it's, it's in the sense of like, you know, there's no escape from the idea that like video games today are so realistic and especially military video games mm -hmm. like Call of Duty. Uh, so you have these kids that are essentially doing what in like the military entails, like what it is to be enrolled into the military. And then after a couple hours of doing that, you see an ad that's just like, hey, you're doing this now. Why not get yeah, paid yeah. for this? Or like, why not, you know, eliminate all your debt for this? Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, and I read online that there was like, the army was giving a, doing like a fake giveaway and that redirected viewers to a recruitment form. So they also got in trouble because what you were talking about with the comments, this guy was banned from the channels because he was asking about US war crimes. And so they were saying the same lawyers who got uh, a court to agree that President Trump can't ban people on Twitter um the Knight First Amendment Institute at Columbia University wrote a letter that was like you can't ban people from the military's Twitch page for speaking in the comments that's the First Amendment so anyway so why we're talking about this is just this past week AOC Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez AOC the beautiful angel that she is hmm. um she introduced a bill to try to ban the military or prevent the military from advertising to children on Twitch. Um, and this guy, Pete Visklowski, Visklowski from Indiana, uh, a representative in, the, in Congress, was like, well, the United States military is a very special place. We ought to cast a very wide net to encourage young Americans to serve their country in the military. That's a direct quote, and I'm pretty sure exactly how he talks. Um, yeah, so and then AOC was like, uh, okay, well, there they're are literal children on this platform. Um, as young as 12 years old can sign up for them. Like, that's... Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, 
that's pretty yeah that's it's really alarming mm-hmm. um you know because the realism behind it is just it's there mm-hmm. and the fact that you know it almost like desensitizes children to that because the imagery is so real and it's hard for that separation of video game and real life and it almost like AOC even said you know military with their advertisements on Twitch it's almost like they're making war itself into a video game mm. you know where it's clearly not yeah um, there's nothing that that makes joining the army a game right um, so to advertise it that way i think it's very sneaky and it's not like they there's other ways to advertise for military recruitment and i don't even think it, it just it's a weird thing yeah. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Well, and apparently they were like, um, there was like an about page on the Navy's esports channel that said, other people will tell you not to stay up all night staring at a screen. We'll pay you to do it. It's like pretty overt, like, hey, game, hey, young little gamer, come. Yeah, yeah it's kind of messed up. But the bill didn't pass. It died in the in Congress. And um, AOC tweeted in the middle of their, like, while she was on the floor, she was like, imagine trying to teach your coworkers in Congress what Twitch is. It's like, <laughs> that's, I don't even totally understand what Twitch is. So, Ross, what do you think? Any thoughts on this? Uh, Are I you mean, a gamer? No, not at all. Um, I, I have games on my phone, but that's about it. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if, if the army wants to recruit teens or something, then like, I think YouTube is the way to go. Like I keep getting recommended on YouTube, different videos where it's like lawyer reacts to like scenes in TV shows that mention law or like doctor responds (laughs) to medical TV shows. Is it because of this podcast? I hope not. Um, Like we heard you talk about the Supreme Court like for an hour. But but it's like, what if the US military just like did like, uh, like some general like reacts to like war video games or war movies or something and it's like yeah there it's a little bit more overt and obvious because that that's the thing it's just it's like like this kind of form of native advertising is just like very insidious and like easy mm-hmm. to not understand if you're a kid but like uh, like if people are interested in the military and this is the final push fine but like actively mm-hmm. recruiting and like mm-hmm. getting in the heads of preteens and teens that are just trying to like play video games and stuff like that's yeah it's one thing even like I'm not even necessarily opposed to the army and navy having esports channel like I don't know like I get that they are doing outreach they're trying to make it sound appealing to serve in the military like I get all that fine I am very grateful for their service but I think yeah I think it's just a weird like boundary of what kind of advertisements are they making to i mean the first amendment stuff that's a problem but like they should be able people can comment whatever they want but i think beyond that it's like yeah it's not a problem you're going to advertise in some way there were army recruiters at my high school and stuff but i think it's all about the transparency of what you're recruiting and how you're doing it and like how you're getting the message across you know they have tv advertisements they're going to advertise other places but yeah it's interesting well, sadly, most of Congress didn't really understand what Twitch was, so they voted against it. Um, but yeah, I know, John, you're a gamer, so oh yeah, I know that this to you is something, you had kind of brought this up to me, like, 
about this being a growing issue and just in general, like the way people use Twitch has been questioned. Oh yeah. There, there's been like, you know, numerous streamers that have been banned for problematic material. And I mean, it's, it's, again, it's, the thing about Twitch is that you are getting a glimpse of someone's life and a lot of streamers uh, tend to stream for multiple hours a day mm -hmm. and this becomes like their personality and like mm -hmm. who they are and like some people some people watch the Twitch religiously every single like they tune in for every stream all the time and wow you know there's just such a huge following on this platform that I think it's only going to keep growing and you know, like Ross was saying that if, if this is like the final push for someone to join the military and they're like playing a game and then they're like, you know what, I think I'm going to do it. I think that's fine. Mm -hmm. But again, it's, it's just the, um, the capacity to be like available for like the, you're, you're just reaching so many children out there, like mm -hmm. that are not even at that age to understand war really. Yeah. That's what scares me about video games. They're just making it seem way too glamorous. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, when you see recruitment in high school or, like, even on television, like, there's, like, a big honor, valor, pride. Like, those are the words, uh -huh. the keywords you always, like, see and hear about. But in video games, it's literally, like, the fake ad was just, like, a Dodge Charger giveaway. So mm. it's just, like, they're just, you know, dangling the carrot in front of kids' faces, essentially, mm -hmm. to being, like, join the military and you'll never have a problem financially or things like yeah. that. Like, that's that's where it gets a little creepy because it's like these kids some of these kids don't even have jobs and really understand the concept of a lot of them they're money. children yeah so it's it's a little strange with that and yeah I mean also back to twitch how do people let's say like you were really into the sims and you wanted to stream on twitch I mean I'm not talking about me necessarily but if I did would I like set up a camera to get my computer screen? Is that how people do it? Are they mm. streaming? Well, you can choose to, you would always have to like, they would always have to see what you're playing. Mm -hmm. um, and then some streamers have like a camera, like in like a Zoom meeting that's on them and mm -hmm. they see their reaction. And some streamers don't. Some streamers just post the video game noted with their voice noted i or, guess i'll have to do some research yeah or no voice at all like some people just post some people just want to watch the game no commentary at all some some of those platforms are very popular too Interesting. um but just gaming and politics has always been yeah kind of weird and i'm really interested to see who voted during this bill because not too long ago there was a big discussion in congress about uh, whether video games are getting too violent and too real mm -hmm. that always seems to come up so it almost seems like a contradictory of just like it's just weird when people are saying like these games are getting too violent and then a couple months later they're like no it's cool for the military yeah, to yeah. go ahead and show these kids these image images i don't know it's just you know it's a double-edged sword in that sense yeah for sure but also i, I think it's good to like think about these things because I just this made me aware of like how having old people in the senate or middle-aged people in the senate and possible representatives and in the government like you do need perspectives from younger people so everyone in their late 20s just run for office or something I don't know just be active in your community because this isn't an issue I would have thought about I wouldn't have known about um oh for sure all right, yeah. So on another note, look out for my Twitch page where I play The Sims. 
Um, now that I've learned how to do it, John will help me set it up and we'll do that. Um, all right. Yeah. Happy gaming, everyone. Our final story for today is the COVID relief bill. It's coming, but who knows when? So the White House and Congress have been back and forth and back and forth about the next coronavirus relief bill because, as some of you may know, the federal unemployment assistance, the $600 a week for people, um, is it expired. So clearly we're not out of the pandemic. Um, it's pretty agreed upon that everyone will get the stimulus, another stimulus check, but the, um, the unemployment thing is up for debate. So the white house wanted to reduce it to $200 a week. The Democrats want to keep it at 600. Um, it's been going back and forth. So like Steve Mnuchin was like, no, it's Democrats and Republicans are totally can't agree, blah, blah, blah. But then you got like Chuck Schumer, who's out there like, no, we had a really productive conversation. It's a little confusing. Um, yeah, he said the best discussions we've had so far, whereas Nancy Pelosi's like, nope, no, it's not good. She said, we'll be close to an agreement when we have an agreement. <laughs> <laughs> and she also said, and then this guy met, what's his name? Something Meadows. Who's Meadows? I forget. Oh, Mark Meadows, the White House chief of staff said, um, I'm not optimistic there will be a solution in the very near term. So that's a little stressful. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Just thoughts thoughts on this? People should get money. That's my right? thought. I agree. I concur. Um, it's crazy. I mean, I feel like for me, I have not been getting unemployment. I've been working, but... Um, you know, it's certainly not as much as I thought, not in the same types of, you know, extra side jobs of comedy that I can pick up on. So I'm definitely feeling it, but I can't even imagine for some people who are really struggling on just the unemployment, like with the unemployment benefits, then having it reduced, like, it, cause it's also like your state, it depends on your state's unemployment benefits i feel like pa has been okay for people some people have been able to kind of sustain fine but it's still not the same as working or having control over when you're going to be able to go back to work and that's like the scariest part it's also giving people more money will then maybe stimulate the economy so like if that's what you need to like give people the money that they need to live then yeah give people more money Mm -hmm. also there's like at this point it's a waste of time to try to figure out who's gaming the system and who's not. Like, I, I hate to say like, oh, it's fine if you're gaming the system. If you are gaming the system, that's kind of fucked up. But um, my point is just the amount of people who are not trying to game, game the system, the benefits far outweigh the burdens is my point. We're already, like, debt is debt. It's not, I'm not taking it lightly. Trust me. I am not light about debt. I am buried in it no i'm kidding i'm not buried in it. but we would also have less debt if the government had taken action earlier so Amen. like it's too bad yeah, yeah oh for sure this is like very much their fault i mean it's humanity as a whole too uh i don't think the government in america has as much control over its people as they want to believe um hence the 
fucking, I'm not wearing a mask anywhere, blah, blah, blah. I want to get my hair done. Yeah. Not that I didn't get my hair done, but I wore a mask the whole time. Thank you. Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, I got my hair cut as well. Yeah. I, uh, everything's just off the rails with this thing. I know. It's <laughs> just hard to even, um, it's just, it's surreal. It's, it's really, yeah. um, it's it's weird. And I think uh, I think with this build too, it's the weirdest part to me. Um, I don't know if you've seen the the FBI headquarters section. Oh yes, where it's like nearly two billion dollars for a new FBI headquarters that is essentially part of like Trump's plan to generate revenue for his hotel that is like stationed a couple blocks away right. down the street. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, this was brought up in, like, 2018, and again, it's, like, weird to see this come up in, like, a bill that's, like, meant to help the the people, right. essentially, and we're just, that's the main discussion, is trying to get money back into the people's pocket that need it the most, so this shouldn't even, this shouldn't even be in the bill, it shouldn't even be there. Yeah, I forgot about that, um, yeah, that's really crazy, yeah, I guess they just, like, I know that there's been, a, like, a universally agreed upon consensus that the FBI needs a new building, but yeah, I forgot. I don't have my notes on that pulled up, I, but that's good. That's I'll, I'll put something about that on the website. I'll put a, you know, I'm always posting my sources, guys. Um, if the FBI needs a new building, they should just go to WeWork. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be have the FBI up on the third floor um, in these pods over here. Yeah. Um, we have cappuccino we have coffee whatever you guys need we yeah. work school that's well, so funny that would be cool like a research driven show like if like they all just like do work in like a rented out park or something <laughs> what like <laughs> like they're like oh studies show that like you know you get more work done if you're like out in the sun enjoying yourself <laughs> so we rented out this park for everyone in the fbi to work at like i don't know it we just need money it yeah. just, i just need money i've I've gotten unemployment and it's been very good, you know, to help me get back on track because of this whole COVID thing and losing my job. And I've even been back at work and I'm making less than what I would usually make, obviously, because, mm -hmm. you know, stipend hours and not that many people out. Um, and I, it's still like a struggle to make ends meet. So I can't even fathom the people who are struggling well before this pandemic even came about mm -hmm. that made it so much more worse. And the the slow response behind it just it's just yeah it's yeah. irreparable to some people. So the fact that like the second time around, like here we are with the sequel, and it's just still having these little hiccups. It's like, what well, did we not? Yeah, we just went through this issue. Like, why are we doing the same thing over and over again with these arguments? Also, yeah, and I think it all goes back to what Ross was saying. Like, if they had addressed this better we would have maybe been like Europe and not still going through this, watching people die. It's just insane. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's the bummer note to end on, but listen, hopefully stimulus checks come soon. Apparently. Oh, here's a happy note to end the segment on. Apparently they said stimulus checks will be issued sooner this time. Um, possibly a week after legislation is signed. So that's kind of cool. Maybe they're already gearing up for it. I don't know if they can do that, but we'll see. Um, but that would be great. Yay. So maybe stimulus checks soon, hopefully compromise. Um, and yeah, that's our segment. 
And now it's time for H T H T Hannah Trav's hot, hot takes. takes. <laughs> um, we're still with Ross and John here, and today we're talking about pets. I have a cat. Not trying to brag. Her name's Georgina, and she's. I thought she was here, but she's not here. Um, and yeah, I think she's just the best. Oh. Did I hear? No. Okay. Still not here. Um, she's the best. Uh, and John, I know you have a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My cat danger. Um, <laughs> she is the, she is the queen and I'm the worker bee. Yeah. And I just, I just, you know, shower her in honey. I don't know if that, <laughs> is that weird? No, I don't act, literally do that. Yeah. Uh, cats <laughs> would hate that. Yeah. No, it's just, I give her all the sweetness and she just sits there and, and she's cute and tells me how to live my life. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, cats really do run things. Now, Ross, you have a dog. Your family has a dog. Yes, uh, my parents have a dog, and my uh, brother and his wife have a dog and a cat. Ooh, so, uh, so you got you got animal friends. Yeah, and my uh, my boyfriend has a few pet rats. So, like, oh. I have a I have a lot of different animals in my life. What are your favorite? What would if you were gonna have an animal? Would you get rats, a cat, a dog, or something different? So I would love to get a dog, but because I live in the city and like when once the pandemic is over, I don't know how I would adequately take care of a yeah, dog yeah. in the city. So sure. like uh, uh, when we move to our new place, we're definitely going to be getting a cat of some kind. When you move to your new place? I thought you just moved. Yeah, but uh, when my lease is up, I'll move again. Oh, yeah. That's what yeah. I did when my early 20s. Um, yeah, totally. So getting a cat is great. I also would love to have a dog, but I'm with you, Ross. Like it's a big commitment. I just am not ready for that. So, um, I'm very, and also I think Georgina would need to really approve of the dog before I, I want a Boston Terrier to be honest. I want a little, a little Batman dog. Um, but yeah, I love Georgina. She's the best. If you are listening to this and you don't know about Georgina, um, please go to my Instagram page, specifically my most recent post or one of my most recent posts was a portrait that I had painted of Georgina and I uh, I just celebrated five years with Georgina and yeah like you were saying Don she's like totally the queen of this house like I'm currently like redoing some reorganizing and it's been like pretty messy here and she's like walking around meowing at me like clean this shit up it's great I, it's everything for me yeah I don't know cats I mean pets in general just have that like you know, like they're almost like the unsung heroes of people's <laughs> personalities. I don't I like to tell so? Well, because like I've I've met some people where I'm just I'm like, uh something seems not off, but like a, about like, you know, you'll pinpoint something on someone's personality and then when uh-huh. you go to their place and you see like the way they interact with their animal or pet, you're just like you're like, Oh, now I get it. Like I see why <laughs> where this comes from and it's just, like the joy from having that pet or something. Yeah. Um yeah, Jardina is a huge part of my personality, for sure. How about Danger? Oh, Danger, yeah, absolutely. You've um, had her a while, right? Yeah, it's like eight, nine years, something like that. Nice. Um, yeah, I've known her since day one. Wow. I was, I was there when she, when she popped out into the world. You were just watching a cat give birth? Yeah, well, I wasn't watching it. I was actually listening to uh, DMX. Oh. Um <laughs> me uh me and a friend came home uh one day from the bar and he was like yo i'm gonna listen to dmx and we came in there and his roommate was at the foot of like their steps in like the first floor and they're like yo this cat's giving birth what and my buddy was super drunk so he was just like 
oh yeah and turned up dmx even louder uh so it was probably like really annoying yeah poor danger's mom yeah no that's where i was just like hey turn the music off let's uh we're about to see the beauty of life if anyone <laughs> plays dmx while i'm giving birth i'm gonna be so pissed yeah it obviously needs to be taylor swift no i'm kidding uh <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. That's crazy. So then you watched her get born mm-hmm. and then you took her with you? Uh, no, no, she, no, she, she with stood with the mom for about eight weeks, um, which I'm like thinking about it now. Like the cat's name is Danger, but she popped out during an DMX song. So it's like, I don't know why I named her after a mystical song, <laughs> but it's, uh, she's great. She's been super great. Yeah. I've definitely shaped a lot of decisions in my life around her for sure and what she would enjoy out of it like moving situations and Mm -hmm. stuff like that um yeah no it's great and then like you know I've even I've consulted her about you know what she thinks about certain friends that come over and I'm just like what do you think about this person all right and then danger usually hates everybody so that's (laughs) that's always fun (laughs) um Georgina loves everybody she's like in everybody's business she's also ironically she has a very regal name um but she's probably the dan- the more dangerous one as far as her street background well i tried to bring georgina outside on my neighbor's patio i put her in a little leash and harness brought her outside she did not like it and i was like maybe it's her fear of return to the streets anyway yeah ross you should get a cat for sure because <laughs> then you can have an entire conversation on the phone. yeah but, uh, sure i'll eventually i'll get on that um any name ideas for your future cat ross well, I need to look it in the eyes and see like what oh, its personality yeah. seems to imply. I uh, love that. I didn't name Georgina. And I couldn't name her for like the first month and a half. I know I, I called her like three different things. And then <laughs> someone recommended, I called her George for a while. And then someone was like, it's a girl, call her Georgina. And I was like, of course, Georgina. <laughs> yeah, Danger always has a surprised look on her face. So I think that's where it came from. Where I was <laughs> like, I was like, is something wrong? Are you in danger? Because she would always just like, whoop. <laughs> like no matter what it was funny we'll put uh pictures of danger and georgina on the website too little baby pics little baby pics all right well any other closing thoughts guys this has been a fun breeze of the news anyone have any mm, yeah play video games play video games but don't join them no join the military if you want to do what them. you want yeah do whatever you want but don't feel forced to yeah aoc plays video games and I hope that kids today can understand that you can be in politics and still be a gamer. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's your closing thought. Yeah. I love it. Ross, any closing thoughts? Um, have fun. Do yeah. a hobby if you want. Wear a mask. That too. And um, check me out on Twitch. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, everyone be safe. Have a great week. And thanks for listening. Bye. This has been Keep You Posted. Hosted and executive produced by Hannah Trav. Produced and edited by me, Ross Wiseman. Our art and logo is by Kristen Finger and our music by Graham Trav. For a list of our sources from the episode, bonus content, and to get in touch with us, visit us at www.keepyoupostedpod.com.